0: This episode of Nerd Cognito is brought to you by Postmortem Studios. You know, Postmortem Studios, it's Grim Jim, our good friend and exceptional game maker. Jim has been involved at the highest level of game design for over 20 years, so you've got to check out his stuff. Right now, he's featuring his conversion pack to DCC of Whitechester. What's Whitechester? Well, it is an entire prison city setting want a city that's overrun and ruled by undead for your game it's the perfect fit for something dark and gritty and now you can convert it to dungeon crawl classics you should also check out total party kill tpk it is a great take on the dm versus the players but in a fun tongue-in-cheek and visceral visceral fashion All of these goods are available at Postmortem Studios' website, post-mort.com. Check them out. Support Grimm. Grimm has always been supportive, not just of us, but of the entire portion of the hobby that supports freedom and OSR and all of the things that we are aligned with. So, if you're going to give a dollar to somebody, give it to him, although he'll have to convert it to those funny English dollars. Post-mort.com. Definitely something sexy, sleazy, or just plain good for your table. Now, on with the show. <laughs> Hey everybody, it is I, Ryan David, and welcome to another episode of Nerd Cognito. What a busy week it's been. I gotta gotta say, there's been all sorts of stuff that's been kicking up on the Twitter machine. The different releases are coming out. There's information about our dear, loved, and formerly loved systems, and we're going to talk about that all this week. But I can't talk about it by myself. i got to bring in my partners. First up, Kyle. Hey, Kyle.
1: Hey, what's going on, guys?
0: Uh, not too much. Not too much. Just uh, rolling in with another episode. We're nearing in on the big 200th episode of Nerd Cognito. That's a huge milestone for us. And someone that's 200. been along. 200. Someone that's been along for almost the entire ride is my other very good friend, Bert. Hey, Bert hey ryan how's it going this week oh pretty good pretty good i um i do have to say i got zero gaming in this week and that made me very sad because i know right busy busy week you had halloween remember that (laughs) vaguely (laughs) yeah and uh you know life stuff i just no time no time man adulting is hard it sucks it sucks (laughs) Uh, I know you got some gaming in Bert yeah a couple of game days this week I
2: mean, uh, what would
0: it be if you didn't have ninety thousand game days a week <laughs> what did you play <laughs> what did you play this week Bert I'm gonna live vicariously through you
2: uh fate online and then we did uh, a board game called adventure tactics which is sort of a um, sort of a scenario based like uh, game for there's like 12 scenarios it's an adventuring party style game
0: right so so fate so you did no role playing and you played a board game got it (laughs) 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 kyle did you get anything in this week
1: uh i got some prep stuff in which was nice because i haven't really had time to do that and then i also got the opportunity when this this actually made me almost as happy as gaming um Normally I don't get to listen to live streams because most people are, you know, they're airing at 7 PM my time, 8 PM my time because of my work schedule. I don't get to listen to those Well, I had the, the week off from work. So actually like stayed up late and listened to several of our, our friendly streamers out there.
0: Uh, I know you were telling me one of our very close friends, the Dungeon Delver. Uh, You got to listen to him all week long in a major week. I
1: listened to every show he did every night, five nights, man.
0: (laughs) Bert, if you haven't had a chance to listen to Delver, uh, man, I want to play in one of his games. He is, uh, and I tend to think that I am a pretty good DM. Delver is just exceptional for a traditional old school DM. There, there is there is no one better. All right, I'm done gushing over Delver again. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we can't have a love fest every week, and we're certainly not going to as I look at the topics that we're talking about this week. First right. up, we're going to tackle the controversy carousel that is the world of tabletop role-playing in the online sphere. Now, of course, the carousel has rolled around to a couple of topics this week, but and I guess we'll address them But more importantly, I want to talk about why this carousel exists. How do these same uh, less than a dozen topics monopolize the dialogue that goes on about our dear hobby? And it's not just us. It's all the factions, the bros, the sparkle trolls, the foes, the OSR, the middle. Everybody gets sucked into this. And I don't know why it happens. Then I have some news. And normally I don't tip my hand about what's in the news, but there is a new looking for group service that's out there that has caused a big spark. And it is going to be our lead news story because I think we have to talk about it. And that spark has some overtones and accusations surrounding racism. Now, I, I don't know enough about the situation to have a definitive opinion, so I want to look at it very objectively about the facts that are out there, what this service is, and what the claims may be. Then we'll go through the rest of the news, and on the flip side of the news, we're going to talk about something fun. We all love tabletop role-playing, but, but that is not the maximum reach of our nerddom for sure. I want to talk about how can we... Get our friends, our tables, our groups, and our experience at the role-playing table to cross over into other nerdy areas. So put your thinking caps on for that, boys. Sound like a good show? Sounds great to me. All right. Well... I I should have had some carousel music lined up for this, (laughs) but I didn't because I've got Kyle. What do I need carousel music for? Yeah. Yeah. I'm like that guy from police Academy. I can do anything. (laughs) My goodness. You know, speaking of Michael (laughs) Winslow, since you brought him up, I just saw a recent stand up of his. He is still. 100% the man that he was in 1985. In fact, I think it's funnier now because he pulls no punches with anything. And while he does, like any good comic, have opinions and philosophy and political alignment, he takes shots at everything and i really appreciated that so if you haven't checked it out here cheap plug go find michael winslow's most recent stand-up or just google some of his recent stuff on youtube even uh it's really funny see i'm like a dog you just said squirrel and i went in another direction (laughs) what the hell was i I talking about i was talking about the carousel we know what this carousel is right we can spin the wheel, and any given week, it's going to come up on a couple of things. Orcs are racist. Can't have slavery in your game. The tabletop is therapy. What are some other ones? Just, just shout them out because there's about a dozen that constantly come up.
1: Um, you took the big ones. Uh, let's see. There, there's a lot in the comments. Alignment. Alignment comes around a lot. Do
0: you need uh, to prep? Lore. <laughs> uh, not so much the lore, Bert. Right, that one only comes up topically with the specific items. Well, I
2: mean, how yeah. would I
0: know? I'm not. You're not anymore. online.
2: You're in the woods. Yeah, you know, yeah. you're
0: you're you're using leaves for toilet paper. What can I say?
1: Yeah. You're isolated and all alone.
0: But no, it's the um, same shit, right? Over yeah, it's and over and over again. And it's been happening for years. But there's a noticeable trend. And it's been happening specifically over the last three months where there used to be a decent gap between topics. You know, you could get a respite of five or six months. Right. Now, we're lucky if we get a respite of five or six weeks. And these topics used to stick around. Now, they're switching. Last week alone... We came into the week with you can't have slaves in your game. And we exited the week with Garibay telling us that if you're not making concessions for the mentally ill at your table, you're a bad human being. <laughs> right. Like yeah. it's, it's fast. It's very fast. Yeah. And here's, here's my big question. Are the people that thrive exclusively on controversy and manufactured outrage running out of stuff to manufacture is that why it's coming up so fast
2: well i mean speaking from my point ryan i mean you know there's always going to be something that pisses you off i mean you know half the time it's
0: you well that's fair. That's fair, but when I do it, I at least do original things, right? I break apart the OSR once a year. <laughs> 2023 was the foe, right? Uh, 2022 was the sparkle troll. Uh, what 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 will 2024 bring? Who knows? Who knows? No, yeah. but, but but at least I'm original. That that's yeah. fine. <laughs> and I don't do it for the clicks. I do it because I'm legitimately passionate or pissed off about what I'm talking about. Like the 2023 schism, you guys know behind the scenes, that was grinding me really hard for a long time. And I kept my mouth shut until it came to the point where I couldn't anymore. I don't consider that a carousel piece because it's not bullet points that I'm just regurgitating over and over and over again
2: right i mean you're an asshole but you're a sincere asshole i
0: am a very sincere i'm the most transparent dick you're gonna find <laughs> that's what i tell you. so, so, I,
1: so I, have, I have a question i have a question do you think that any of this carousel is fueled by the uh major publications
0: absolutely uh, out there without a doubt yeah. because if you look at the pop gaming media right now their content is just recycled as well. So if it's hip, they're going to hop on board because they need the clicks, right? They're doing it right. for a living. They're doing it to make their bones. We're doing it for a hobby because, A, we enjoy doing it, and, B, we're passionate about the things that we like. We're not trying to put bread on the table with Nerd Cognito; That's never going to happen, Right. At best, we well, might be able to go out to dinner once a year. <laughs> at,
1: at best, and and that still hasn't happened yet either. No, yeah, no. But, uh, um, in, in my opinion, I mean I, that's that's kind of what I saw too. Is that it's being driven honestly by a lot of media, and it seems to be something that's happened within the last few years that people are have become uh, easily manipulated uh, by media. They they really. You know, they they latch onto the talking points of of the people that they look up to on both sides and you know, start they spend, you know, they start up the carousel, you know, they put the turbo on it almost.
0: Right. And it you know, I'm highly critical of people not having independent thought. I know that's a shock to everybody listening right now, but I really am a big believer in whether you're right or whether you're wrong, whether you're really good. And creative, or whether you are incredibly analytical and driven by data and numbers, at least have your own thought. Uh, that that's one of the reasons why the oh these are the five best donkey donks in Dungeons and Dragons, or this is the right. perfect build for your tiefling barista. Uh, those articles drive me insane because it robs mm-hmm. people of the ability to be creative. Right And this carousel is enabling the lack of creativity. You know, I don't need to be pissed and railing against this new thought, this new thing that I've discovered. I don't need to put the time in and the research in and do, oh, God, reading and understanding of different things that are happening. I just need to recycle one of these topics. What's next? Fuck you, drow. (laughs) You know? Yeah.
2: Yeah. I mean, Not to be, you know, back in my day, but anyway, um, you know, thinking about it, though, I think it's just that, you know, you've always had that sort of, I don't want to say like paparazzi type mindset, but people were always looking for a scandal or something to rail against celebrities or politicians or whatever. Now that gaming has sort of found that mainstream popularity, it's almost like it's falling victim to that same sort of you know, carousel, people are looking for something to scandalize and to, you know, create a stir over, whether it's for clicks or for dollars or for whatever reason.
0: And okay. To an extent I'll buy into that. We've done bits before that we knew were going to rub people the wrong way and they were successful bits but they were original and creative and they were funny, right? (laughs) Um, (laughs) Hopefully we're not recycling the same shit anymore, Kyle.
1: Well, I think Bert may have, may have hit upon it actually, that it's, uh, the fact that it's kind of somewhat gone mainstream. It may not be entirely mainstream yet, but it certainly has moved closer to that mark. And whenever you increase, uh, you know, the number of people involved and you kind of get that sort of, uh, you know, looking for the scandal mentality. I mean, you know, t- there's a reason that tabloids sell so well at the checkout and it's not just uh location.
0: Yeah. It's fucking bat boy, man. I love that. Yeah. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: Well, yeah. Uh, you know, bat boy didn't, uh, you know, have an affair with a maid and have an illegitimate child, I guess. But, or maybe he did. No, I I,
0: I'm pretty sure he has like three illegitimate children and has been president at least four different times, yeah. <laughs> or at least made a run, <laughs> made a run at yeah. it. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, he met
1: he met a president. I remember seeing that.
0: <laughs> Bat boy gets around, man. Bat boy gets yeah. around. Not as oh, much man. as the carousel. You know, the carousel right. gets around a lot more. So I guess where I want to leave it is. Come on, people come up with something original. If something is bothering you, don't just recycle the same talking points. Pick something that's relevant and modern and topical and rail against that. For Christ's sake, come on potato. (laughs) It's
1: difficult to do. It's difficult to do, right? It's difficult to come up with something original that hasn't been touched upon before. And you know, I, I too get tired and exhausted from seeing the carousel come around. And, you know, I, earlier this week, I was like, Oh God, slavery again. We're going to do, we're going to do slavery and games again, really. And, but then at the same time, I'm also like, if everybody was just nice and didn't really bring up stuff and just, if everybody patted each other on the back all the time, Twitter or X would be boring. Right? That's right.
0: That's right. <laughs> but, but Kyle, can't you take shots at original things? I know when I'm going to take a shot. I do. That, speaking no, I of can't. speaking of taking shots, we have a new sponsor this week. Did you know that, Bert? We have a brand new sponsor this week. Our I main our main show sponsor, a good friend Jim. Uh, we, we know yep. Jim, but uh, we we have a sponsor, and this sponsor is so polished. Let me tell you, the sponsor puts in the effort man they produce they're really building something up and and I'm, i'm proud to debut that new sponsor right here on nerd cognito in 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 the spirit of being kind and friendly and sending out olive branches and if you're gonna take a shot make it original Coming up this month on The
1: Expert Brand Builder, we interview Khmer Rouge leader Pol Pot about his tennis backhand, then a town hall meeting with leading Hamas officials where they show their Uno strategies, and mark your calendar for this holiday season where Joey Goebbels talks about his golf swing, all on The Basic Brand Builder, where it doesn't matter what you do as long as you talk about
0: the games. Welcome, basic brand builder, <laughs> to the sponsorship cadre of Nerd Cognito. Hey yeah. Joey Goebbels. You know, hey,
1: he's Joey got Gerbils.
0: he's got a heck of a slice that he's trying to correct right now, Kyle. And 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 we're gonna talk about it. Well, we're not. <laughs> They're Good gonna talk Lord. about it on the basic brand builder. Bert. Always glad to expand the Nerd Cognito family, right? (laughs) Oh, Ryan, you make my brain hurt sometimes. (laughs) The point of all of this is (laughs) the point of all of this is you have to be creative and do something new if you're going to do something just to ruffle feathers. And I truly believe that the carousel is designed just to ruffle feathers, it's not designed to put a, a, a period at the end of a statement. These people really don't care if, or, I mean, let's face it, what kind of human being, and I'm a pretty lousy human being, what kind of human <laughs> being do you have to be if you look at an orc in a monster manual and see a human being? You have to be a pretty shitty human, and, yeah. and you know, I just, I want you guys to be more creative. That's that's all I've got to say. Yeah. Okay. Newsflash. i work on it get out there. Let your brain do some work. Stretch your legs. That's that's all I got.
1: I I think I'll just ride the carousel.
0: (laughs) Oh, fine. (laughs) (laughs) We got a big news segment this week talking about one of the more controversial items that's popped up that's not on the carousel. But one that we have to address. Bert, we gave you sort of the the talking point summary of it before we went on the air you know yeah uh-huh. let's go through some details and then we'll tackle the rest of the news which i do have some other news that will make you equally nauseated
2: oh good good yeah that's what i wanted today <laughs> let's
0: go ryan what do we got there, there is a new looking for group service that's out there okay and, you know, previously it was, it was, I guess, difficult. I don't know. I never had a problem finding a group. Kyle, do you ever have problems finding a group? Yes. Really? Yeah, I have
1: actually. Yeah, yeah, seriously. Yeah. Yeah, I have, um, looking for people that want to play, you know, because I'm an old school guy that's no secret. Everybody knows that. Um, looking for people that want to play older editions. Yeah. Yeah. I've, I've had a lot of trouble. I've got a really good story that I can tell sometime, perhaps on the speakeasy about, um, one of my first encounters of actually trying to find a group and how it did not go well.
0: Yeah, we'll we'll uh, that we'll put that. Yeah. I mean, we don't like to to line item items for the Speakeasy, but we'll forget if we don't. So we'll talk about it this Saturday on the speak if you, if you're not yeah. tuning in to the Speakeasy. Holy shit, is it getting good? <laughs> uh, we got quite a great community that's showing up every week for the speak. We're talking about whatever tickles our fancy. Uh, I listened to playback just yesterday of the speak, Kyle. And yeah. I was astounded that with zero prep and me in my underwear, we were able to pull that show off because I was hungover, had a killer headache, yeah. and it was one of our best episodes yet. So Yeah, if, I felt like it was I felt like it was really strong. Yeah, I did. Got it, you gotta tune into the speak. You can do that by going to YouTube and going to our channel at NerdCognito on youtube that's the at sign nerdcognito because youtube changed up how they do their links uh it's a baby channel we just broke a hundred subscriptions on youtube Woo-hoo. yeah <laughs> um, well, hey. but hey everybody starts somewhere and youtube you know it's 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 no small pond it's giant ocean so considering how young our channel is i don't think it's it's doing poorly and we have, like I said, an amazing group of regulars, and we're gaining new folks every week that are tuning in either on X, on Rumble, or they're actually joining the conversation on YouTube. Um, I got, I got to say, not that I am biased towards any one platform, but YouTube's the place to do the speak because that's where you can get in the live chat, right? Right. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And anyway. it yeah, really is the best experience if you're going to watch it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, back back to this story. So there's there's a new online service that's kind of tinder-esque only it's for finding a gaming group but there's a little bit of controversy coming with this one and it's some racially charged controversy Bert so you know yeah you know how you sign up for any sort of social setting or social service or, or something like that and and they have the checklist and if you think of it as it's designed like a tinder Um, you have a profile, right? Because you're you're vetting, you're gatekeeping who you want to be at your table, only now digitally. So if you signed up for this service, you would create a profile. And one of the things that the profile asks is for you to identify your race. Any problem with that so far? Because I'm going to say I have zero problem with that right now. I don't think it's important because I don't give a shit. But I don't have a problem with it up to this point. Do you guys? No, No, I mean, you know, you see that on questionnaires all the time. And it'll
2: give you the option to, you know, decline to answer or to select other or whatever.
0: Right. And and, and honestly, if you're looking to put together a group, if you're the type of person that that matters to, I guess now you have it. If you're like us and we just want quality human beings and it doesn't matter, you can just ignore it. Right, Kyle, you were saying I I stepped on you there.
1: No, that's fine. I I don't necessarily see why it's terribly important to have that in a in a profile for this sort of service. But at the same time, you know, it's like Bert said. I mean, you you see it everywhere. So you know, I I don't have a problem with it.
0: And and this service is getting noticed, absolutely noticed. Right, Um, different publishers and distributors are teaming up with this service and we're not talking like little guys we're, we're talking uh, uh big game studios right some game studios that that we really like their materials some game studios that we side eye but nonetheless that's just the hobby and, and the the development here's where it gets a little icky Bert, Bert you're filling out the form right Sure. Okay. You're creating your profile. What box are you checking for race? Uh, I mean, it depends on what my options are, but well, normally just, it's just, white. Just okay. Well, th- that's not an option. So pick something else. Uh, Caucasian. That's also not an option. Pick something else. Uh. Yeah. Other. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> It's very specific, but it intentionally, so says the creator, excludes white as an option for race. So you can only identify your race if you are what the mass media would call a minority. And now you can see why people are starting to get a little icky about this service. Then it goes to the next step. It asks you questions about safety tools which is easy for me because sure you bet i'm going to give you a content questionnaire (laughs) right so that ryan can destroy
2: you mentally
0: warning do not sign the safety tools
2: do not complete
0: do not (laughs) then it asks you about how lgbtq plus the rest of the rainbow alphabet friendly your table is Is don't care an option? No. And now you see where people are having issues. It does have other questions. I'm going to give both sides of the coin, right? Because I don't have an opinion in this because I'm not a service user. I don't anticipate being a service user. And, you know, none of this stuff. I don't care what your race is. I don't care who you fuck. I don't care if you like safety tools because I'm going to do my own damn thing anyhow. You know, none of those things make a difference to me if you're going to play at my table. They have they do have other questions like what's your availability? Okay, that one makes fucking sense.
1: Yeah, I'm sure um, obviously they would probably have location, right? They I'm have, sure they've got they, location. They
0: have location based on your willingness to disclose within a certain metro, right? right? And I understand right, sure. that for privacy. They also, you know, yeah. have general questions like how late is too late to show up for your session? Uh, how many sessions would you expect your players to miss? So they have legitimate questions in there as well. Sure. I've talked to the creator of this site, and I really think that because this app is in its infancy, we're sort of reaching around in the dark. And I'm not even gonna make the reach around joke. I guess I just did. But <laughs> but I didn't mean to, right? I really get the feeling that yes, this person has a particular bent. All of us do, but I don't sure. think it's, it's aggressive. But again, I don't have, I don't have a horse in this race. So I'm intentionally yeah. like not putting an opinion out there other than what I know are the facts. Do I wish right. everybody well with a new venture? Of course. Unless your venture is just detrimental. And I don't see this as detrimental to the hobby. Do you, What do you guys think, based on what you've heard so far?
2: You know, I'm in nine gaming groups, so I don't have any room for this service in my life. But there are a lot of people out there who got interested in the hobby through friends, but a lot of us didn't have that opportunity. We kind of fell into it. So, you know, this gives people a chance to meet like-minded people and have a good time. I'm hey. all for it. I guess. The questions are a little weird yes uh, not you know it sounds like somebody just threw together like a bunch of like statistical like questionnaires to make this site
0: but um well, well i i also think that the creator possibly didn't express their intent and in their politics as, as well as they possibly could have um when called on it i think there were some foot and mouth statements and again i don't see it with animus um, I'm, I'm going to read you a a quote directly from the creator. When questioned about why white was excluded, the the response was, "If being white is a core part of your identity, it's likely not the site for you." Now, hmm. that sounds really egregious. If you it, it it does not sound good. If you take it just for what it is. And I am not one that gives benefit of the doubt very often. I look at it in the context of the entire thread. This right. guy was getting beat down. I saw the thread. And, you know, at, at some point, your emotion takes over. Far be it for me to excuse it if that is the true feeling behind it. But having had a personal conversation about this and reading the entire thread in context... I'm gonna. I, I chalk this whole thing up as mutual combat. The app is a work in progress. Let's wait and see what the final release looks like. And yeah, it's up and running. And yes, you can use it today. And yes, I'm intentionally not naming it because we're not picking a side, or at least I'm not picking a side. What do at you think? This time. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I, at this time, there's just not um, enough information out there for me to make right. a good judgment because I also don't want to stick my foot in my mouth. I do that enough on my own. Right. Yeah. We don't <laughs> I do. need any help. We <laughs> don't need, we help don't need any that. help.
1: Neither you nor I need any help in that category. I'm not sure that it's detrimental because we just don't know yet. Right. Um, It looks like there's a possibility that it could be right. Simply because it promotes, a particular view of the hobby that not necessarily everyone shares. Um, Kyle but Brink shares that view of the hobby. And Kyle Brink shares that we view of the hobby. We can't get the, out the soon the evil, Kyle.
0: <laughs> the evil Kyle.
1: The, evil, do, do the you, evil Kyle. Do you
0: often wish he had a different first name?
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: yes. Yes. In fact, well, okay. Well, I, I, get, I get sidetracked here, but just real quick. When I was young, I was born in 1970, right? And my mother named me kyle and it was a very rare name then uh you didn't see you didn't hardly ever meet a kyle and then somewhere after 2000 there's a fucking kyle everywhere you can (laughs) (laughs) you you, you, you swing a stick and you hit three kyle's now it's just oh my god see this is why you
0: and i get along because my mother told me the exact same story with ryan because there there weren't yeah. there weren't a lot in right. our age category, but they're every uh, fucking Zoomers. I can, can't spit without hitting Orion. Any, <laughs> anyway, um, anyway, you, you know what it was going to be if it wasn't Ryan, and I'm glad it's Ryan. It was going to be Wesley. <laughs> yeah.
1: Okay. Yeah, Shut you, up, Wesley.
0: You, you dodged a bullet. I dodged a bullet. bullet. I dodged a yeah. bullet. Anyway, but back anyway. Back to your thoughts on this yeah. service.
1: Back to back to the topic here here's one thing I'm, I'm actually considering doing this is going i don't know if it's a paid service or not i i don't know that information if it's not i may go ahead and just sign up and create a profile and just to experience it because there's a lot of people throwing claims around i know i've seen the thread i know what people have said um i, I like you i think some of that stuff was said in the heat of the moment and was maybe not thought out it may or may not represent the actual um, perspectives involved. But as far as I know, no one's entered the thread that's actually used the damn thing.
0: Right. 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 And uh, I i don't mean to pigeonhole, but based on what I've read, I think that the users are a very different demographic than the folks that are listening to this show right now, if you know what I mean. So it
1: would appear that way. I mean, it, it seems to, from what I've seen it would suggest that. I but I don't know that. That's speculation right. on my and,
0: part. And that's that's where I'm at. We don't know what we don't know. So um that's why I said uh, go back to your corners, talk to your manager and your cut man. It's been mutual combat so far. Let's call it a wash and let's see what happens in round two. Um it, it's very I
1: purposely I've purposely stayed out of it uh out of this conversation on on x because i i just don't know i don't have enough information to fall on one side or the other and i'm, I'm not trying to write a fence and if any i mean anybody who knows me knows that you know i have my opinions i'm not going to write a fence but if i'm not going to write a fence i want to make damn sure that i feel philosophically correct about it and i don't have enough
0: information in order to feel philosophically correct at this time. Me too. And, and I've, it's very rare that I give the directive to the nerd cognito ladies. Don't engage. Uh, there's, there's only one time that I've given that directive before. And that was with Don, our sparkle troll stalker. <laughs> um, but yeah. I, I said with this one, we're not engaging until we get the whole story. And like I said, I've talked privately with the party that makes this app and i still am not comfortable because i don't know the whole story so it's sort of a wait and see maybe we'll circle back to it maybe it'll resolve itself and maybe it won't and and then we can come out with guns blazing but right now i'm not looking to hang anybody that's an entrepreneur that might have just got caught up in, in Twitter bullshit. Cause God knows that happens. So, right. Yeah. Especially to you, Ryan. It does. <laughs> it does. Bert. It does. Let's, let's move on here. Um, we have some board game news. Okay. There is a new monopoly game coming to the market. Oh boy.
2: Oh boy. I mean- it's a, it's a classic. It's been around forever.
0: Go ahead. Oh, Bird, we're gonna have to get Randy Rooney back again here. <laughs> <laughs> it's Monopoly for fuck's sake! Um,
2: yeah, all of us have played it and fought over it and ended friendships over it and argued over
0: it. But what's new about it? This is a Monopoly dexterity game called Monopoly Knockout. What? Yep. I get to uh, punch people. <laughs> you, 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 would, you would hope. No, not people. It's a flick them up with Monopoly. So, yes, you flick ball bearing weighted tokens up a ramp. Think shuffleboard to yeah. play Monopoly. There's a already a tabletop version of shuffleboard. Right. So you got a three foot long board and folks slide their pieces up. And there are hazards that come out through tokens and cards as well as the other pieces on the board. Now, Bert, you know what I think of dexterity games. Not a fan. Not a fan at all. Part of it is because, admittedly, I have limited fine dexterity because of my fucking disorder. But even before that, I was just not a fan. It wasn't my thing. Right. Right. I would actually play this one. <laughs> I ain't gonna buy it, but if someone wants to hop on the Nerd Cognito wish list and throw it to me, I'll play it. I'll review it, <laughs> but I'm not. I'm not gonna buy it. Uh, but all things considered, I'm not adverse to things just because they have the word Monopoly on them, like some board gamers are. There are good ver- free parking is great. Remember that? The spin off game? If I you, do. Yeah, I was going to say, if you don't, I'm pulling it out and we're going to play it at our next game night because it only takes about 20 minutes. But no, free parking is great. Advance to Boardwalk, good game. Monopoly, not so much.
2: I mean, it's an interesting mechanic. It's not one that you've seen, you see a lot in.
0: No, no. Monopoly Knockout is exclusively available. Oh, I can't put it. On the NerdCognito wish list. It's exclusively available at Walmart.com for 20 bucks. So of course. It is a Walmart exclusive. Wizards of the Coast Uh-oh. <laughs> has released the latest playtest versions of 1D&D. Hey, guess what? It's back. Wizards, in their text and in their releases, has called it 1D&D again. So we're, it's back on the table, man. 1D&D they've made significant changes to the cleric this time. And the biggest change is that divine intervention, which if you're familiar with fifth edition is kind of like the core cleric thing to do, which had a chance of success or failure has been quote retooled to make it more reliable. I read that as more Bullshit. We don't fail. Failure is not an option. Wait,
2: so how can you have more reliable divine intervention? How divine intervention was like you know yes. older systems odds, right? Right. I mean older systems had something similar, but it was a small chance of something happening
0: to assist you. Well, for example, in one D D, the newest feature for this divine intervention stuff allows the player to automatically succeed at casting a level five or below spell because quote fans wanted this feature to be more reliable yeah silence yeah auto success level five or below huh huh other changes include uh, a new class feature, Blessed Strikes, which is a more versatile... It's funny that they use the term versatile, Kyle. I'll bet you there's a lot of versatile players that are in, in looking at this material. Uh, versatile version of Divine Strikes from previous edition. They have improvements. Improvements to channel divinity. What that means, I don't know. Uh, I didn't dig yeah. deep enough to find. Hmm. And... A lot of subclasses. A lot, a Man. lot. It looks like because one D&D. Yeah, more options is better. It looks like right. one D&D is going to have not less than half a dozen subclasses per class.
2: That harkens me back to, like, second edition, when they went to, like, skills and powers and specialty priests and clerics. Like, having all those options was great back then.
1: <sighs> it was a different system, though, right? A very it, different mean, system. It, it It tended to, well it tended to work better in that system and and because there were still there were still enough limitations to
0: make it mean something and all of those subclasses had pretty staunch prerequisites in the 2E stuff right right this is hey so that you can get to your pizza hut shift on time We're going to allow you to use your divine magic with automatic success and boom, you just pop right in. Uniform and all, man. Hi, we're in Pizza Hut. I'd like to call your attention to our special, we have pineapple pizzas. You can buy one, get one free. I'll even include a (laughs) side of special sauce. I'll try to get it all in the ramekin. Ryan. Uh, (laughs) When's the last time you heard a joke that included ramekin, Bert? Come on.
1: Yeah.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Ryan, when was the last time you told a
2: joke? <laughs> I'll
1: have a, I'll have a pineapple pizza. Hold the sauce, please.
0: <laughs> oops, sorry. <laughs> oops, oops, all Mark. sauce. Oops, oh. all sauce. <laughs> uh, I won't Ryan. even upcharge you for it. <laughs> yeah, no, you better not. <laughs> uh, you're hurting my brain again, Ryan. <laughs> well, then let, let's move on to brighter pastures. Okay everyone knows raider pastures is
2: this another horse girl story no
0: it's not another horse girl story everyone knows Uh, that monty cook games has been put through the anti-woke ringer and i've always been a fan of monty cook's work and his company's games regardless and this is where i say Everybody has their own line in the sand where they have to draw. Like, does the game supersede the fact that Sean K. Reynolds is getting a paycheck out of it? (laughs) Yeah. Do you guys remember Invisible Sun?
2: Vaguely.
0: You probably... The name
2: sounds familiar.
0: it, It might only be familiar on the tip of your tongue because it was an incredibly limited release of a spectacular tabletop RPG. It came in this little black cube, and they released a very finite amount. I don't think it went over a 1,000, but I don't don't remember specifically, so someone will write in and, and tell me where that is. They are reprinting Invisible Sun on a limited basis, And they are absolutely saying it will never come to standard retail. They're keeping it as a grail game. But because copies are so incredibly rare right now, Cook has decided to re-release it through crowdfunding, openly saying regardless of demand, it will not go to retail. In Invisible Sun, it's a great world, right? There's your potential and it works through the game world and the game dream world and Uh. it's very surreal and cerebral according to the cook web store it is a role-playing game of surreal fantasy secrets and magic that is truly magical wield fabulous powers as you uncover the secrets of reality itself do you think you live in the real world? You don't. The world you see around you is a shadow, a world illuminated only by the gray sun. You think it's your home, but that's because you've forgotten your true self. The game talks about the journey to awakening. It just speaks to me. It's Lovecraftian and dark and Dolly all in one. So what do we got
2: here? It looks like some sort of snail transport, an umbrella with tentacles. It's raining keys. The Isn't whole th-
0: really. Yeah, I, I get it. I sur- I get the where you're saying. You about see how surreal. I couldn't uh, 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 where I lack the ability to adequately describe how detailed and deep the surrealism is. Have you ever played it? I have not. I have not. As of this recording, it's almost at 400k.
1: So it's been filled.
0: It, uh, it's 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 been there. There are uh, uh, there's about a week left, right? Okay. And mm. if you want the entire black cube, 250 bucks. Mm. Wow. Okay. Wow. Yeah. There's a bunch of add-ons that are miniatures and props. It's just, I don't know. If I didn't get hosed at the casino this week, I might buy it. <laughs> but I lost a couple invisible sons, so I have not Ooh. yet pledged it. I have to, I have to think about what next week will bring me. <laughs> but that's the news this week. Round in the bend towards the end of the show. Here, I want to take a minute and thank. Checkmark hero. It's Cinnamander. You cannot beat the Iron Empress at the Checkmark Hero game without a doubt. Uh, locked up, but you can join said Iron Empress. If you go to nerdcognito.com, click on Be a Checkmark Hero at the very top of the page. You can sponsor the blue checkmark of Twitter slash X for as little as $2. That's right. If you only got 2 bucks to throw, maybe $8 bucks was not going to cut it for you, now you can go down to a single week and sponsor the check mark. What's that get you? Well, it gets you a mention on a show. It gets you our very, very humble thanks, and we're going to pump up your x account handle just like we do for cinemander every week you want to make sure to toss a follow their way at c-y-n-n-a-m-a-n-d-e-r no better way to get a cheap pop on the show and to really help out a show that you appreciate and want to support than to be a two dollar or four dollar or six dollar or eight dollar check hero yeah we can't thank cinemander enough for being Absolutely reliable with the checkmark hero, but there's (laughs) certainly room for everybody else as well. What do we got coming up here at the end? We were going to talk about our obvious love of tabletop role-playing. Sometimes doesn't mean that we always love to play a tabletop game, right? Mm -hmm. There are times where you're just not feeling it. I know that's the case for me sometimes. Well... How do you get your group that may be a role-playing group to sidestep into another one of your nerdy loves? Maybe it's board games. Maybe it's a poker night. Maybe it's a horror movie marathon. Maybe it's LARPing. God, I hope it's not LARPing. (laughs) (laughs) What are the avenues that it could go to and how do you sell this to a bunch of grognards in a basement? You guys ever come up with this question? You're just not feeling running a sesh. Yeah. So what do we do? Kyle? Yeah, Absolutely.
1: Yeah. Uh, I guess you just ask them, right? You just start throwing out options. See, throw throw a bunch of shit at the wall and see what sticks. Maybe.
0: Possibly. Do you sidestep it with something that's tangentially related? Oh, you know, we were playing Call of Cthulhu. Well, let's play Unfathomable, right? Right. Do, do you do something yeah. like that, um, or yeah, do know, you just strong arm it? Increase. Yeah, your, yeah I mean,
1: your, <laughs> your odds are probably increased by keeping it somewhat related to whatever your group's doing, but maybe not. I don't know. Um, I've I haven't actually ever done this sort of sidestep thing myself. I've I've been Um, with some friends and uh, the guy whose house we were at who was kind of the well we weren't playing we were playing twilight imperium actually and we ended amazingly enough a little early that never happens (laughs) Uh, it it actually happened to me too it actually it actually did and so uh several of the people went ahead and left and then there was like a good five or six of us left there and because we were playing like a eight player game or whatever he had the expansion and all that we played oh i don't remember what it was now but he was like hey let's let's give this a shot i've never i've never run this and it's quick and it was quick and it was fun um i forget what it was now i forget what it was now but it was it was fine it was fine. (laughs) no no it wasn't fate it wasn't fate it wasn't fate (laughs) it wasn't fate and it was kind of tangentially related to uh i can't think of the name of it i wish i could so i could so i could tell you what it was but it's the it's one of those uh it's like a mothership kind of thing where you you roll the dice randomly from you you turn you you got your booklet you you roll the dice this is your encounter in this section and then you turn the page and you roll the dice and this is your encounter and some of it makes no damn sense
0: okay Um, so a, a a very um choose your own adventury sort of experience
1: yeah yeah it's like a cooperative choose your own adventure kind of thing that's it was fair fun. it was fun
2: that's fair. like a storybook game almost eh,
1: somewhat i mean there were mechanics and stuff you had to roll for successes mm-hmm. and all that yeah it wasn't it wasn't that
0: free form but. i don't do it often but bert will tell you if if i really have a strong opinion about what we're doing what's already on the table and set up when you walk in <laughs> right, that, right. That, that's Absolutely. how I do it I'm like okay here it is this this is it sorry guys we're not we're not doing X y or Z tonight we're we're, we're doing this so yeah. maybe that's just my you know forceful aggressive personality he, he, he's such a meanie he, <laughs> he's he's a horrible person you better put him on your block list yeah. Bert. What are you gonna do to get someone to sidestep into something else?
2: It really depends on the group. I've had some groups where like we were running like a a space opera style adventure and we would take a break and you know, bring a space themed board game to the table just to give everybody a little bit of a break. Like we took a break from playing Stars Without Number to play Terraforming Mars at one of our sessions. Um, you know, there was talk of starting a Lord of the Rings campaign with, you know, watching the movies to sort of get us in the mindset for middle earth. Like there are a lot of things that you can do to tie things to your,
0: uh, campaign or to
2: get people. That's
0: good, Bert. That's that's good. Watch the movies and then go into an L O T R campaign.
2: Right? Exactly. That was the plan was to watch the movies together, like have a movie night, watch the movies and then start a Lord of the Rings campaign or, um, You know, and there have been other things that we've done like that, too. Like uh, at one point in time, I was thinking about getting the Blade Runner um, system, if I could get a group together to play it. And the first thing we were going to do was have a movie night, watch Blade Runner and sort of try to delve into that universe a little bit and get that sort of try to capture that feeling before we jump into the campaign.
1: Hmm. Were you going to watch the sequel?
2: Uh, I don't know. I wasn't a huge <laughs> fan of the sequel. I love the original.
0: right. i'm I'm not watching the sequel. <laughs> 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 uh, oh boy. Well, I yeah, yeah, I, I think that's it. You, you just have to know that at the core, the group's there for camaraderie and friendship and not necessarily for the game at hand, right? They may have originally come for the game at hand, but ultimately you have to establish relationships that are good enough with with your peeps. And I think this is where some of the six-session Sparkle Troll syndrome falls apart, right? Because they're not there to make friends. They're not there to experience a social setting. They're there for their unique power trip, and they want to just play the game in their capacity, in their world, with their character and their tiefling that doesn't use lube. The rest of the, <laughs> the party and the rest of the players right. are irrelevant. And, right. and I think that this really does break down possibly generationally, but specifically throughout the, the different groupings that we have in, in the hobby. If you look at the segments and we've gone through them before on the show, I think you could without a doubt point a finger and say those groups are friends and those groups are acquaintances. And right. I I want groups of friends. Maybe uh-huh. I'm selfish. I don't know. Oh look, that was like I was like Jerry with my final thought there. Only I <laughs> involved water based lubricant in part of it. So um I guess I better tell people to do the stuff, right? Uh, First and foremost, make sure that at the podcast provider, which you are listening to us on right now, unless you're listening in the YouTube archives, and then you're listening to the show up to like six weeks late. But if you're on a Spotify, an Apple Podcasts, a uh, iHeartRadio, uh, any of those sorts of things, make sure that you are subscribed so that you get the show delivered to your device each and every week. Also, while you're throwing subscriptions out there willy-nilly, make sure that you go to YouTube and use every Google account possible to subscribe to the Nerd Cognito baby YouTube channel. That's also your key into the Saturday Speakeasy, Kyle and I stream live every Saturday at five. Sometimes there are guests. Sometimes Bert makes a run in. You never know what's going to happen because it's not scripted. There's no agenda and there's no filter. What comes out comes out. Ooh, that sounds sexy. Um, (laughs) Other than that, uh, that is all we have for you this week. Uh, we thank you. Sincerely thank you. The new Nerd Cognito Nation that is storming this section of the hobby is something that is astounding and it's truly humbling that so many of you think so much of us that you want to listen to us shoot the shit twice a week. <laughs> uh, but we really sincerely appreciate it. And we couldn't do it without you. And we do it for all of us in the hobby, because you know, it's good to have some voices, even if one of them is Burt. <laughs> <laughs> Go back to talking about your feelings
2: at the table, Ryan, and how much you want to like the other players.
0: Well, you know, if they've got uh-huh. great talents and abilities, I'll feel them at the table all night long. That's all I've got for you, folks. My name is Ryan David. We were privileged and honored to have you join us this week, and we will talk at you next week.
2: Be safe out there, everybody. No!
1: I'm so confused.